welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, I've been looking forward to this. Uh, last we left off, uh, we went ahead and you guys bought a ship through tears and through <laughs> through sweat math. and through math of all <laughs> things, all things savage and, and uncouth. Math. <laughs> Not only did we buy a ship, but we bought mattresses for all the maps. You did. Okay. Oh, that's another piece of housekeeping I forgot. Anyway, uh, you guys did give the uh, quartermaster about a hundred gold pieces, which is quite a bit for furnishings and the like. So you guys can furnish your rooms according to your desires. Oh um, yeah. Within within understanding that there's a hundred gold for the entire crew here. I have little Febreze plugins that make the air in my room smell like ocean breeze. Yes! I have a race car bed and a fireman pole. <laughs> yeah. Not canon. We're not doing that. Uh, oh, mine's totally canon. You come into my room and it feels like Ariel's grotto. Yeah, you guys, you guys can think on that and when you guys are in your own individual uh room living spaces you guys can be like oh yeah and i got this land as long as you guys are not like oh yeah and i got my secret stash of all the weapons that i got <laughs> yeah i have i have uh i have a holy avenger hanging on the wall for decoration yeah yeah the like you gotta you gotta have discount right? <laughs> anyway um you guys blasted off, and in several days, uh, I believe it was it was two days. I forgot to make note of that. Uh, two days of uh, uh, jumping through space. You guys uh, get to feel your engines working, and there's this satisfaction to getting this uh, this previously infected pile of junk. Uh, working well and not stinking like sewage and flying and doing these wicked uh, jumps from system to system. Those of you who are uh, less familiar with jumping uh, with these uh, dark matter engine jumps uh, feel a little bit more queasy whenever coming out of it as it feels like you're compressed into the size of an atom and then like expand it out and there's this sudden jolt and shift every time you come out but on your final uh and your final jump to the planet uh Ulkan, the place where lear was raised um you guys descend through the clouds it does seem like a a general uh, temperate planet, not too different from uh, the one you came from, the planet of dust, though a little bit more uh, hydrated in, in the spot that you're coming to. You guys soar over these uh, beautiful rolling green and speckled white uh, plains coming up towards a mountainous uh, kind of range and through direction of Lear you do find uh, 
a monastery of sorts. Uh, they're hovering closely. You begin to land down on a, a flat piece of stone that seems uh, as though intended for a landing pad. And you go ahead and <clears throat> press down, leer. There are butterflies in your stomach as you feeling anxious about perhaps seeing your uh, your old master uh, Ivers and perhaps even a little excitement to see your, your newer master Morlack. Uh, well, we're here. Thanks for the direction, Lear. Uh, Greeny. Yep. I'm so good at directions all the time. What a beautiful planet. It is almost as green as you are, Leah. <laughs> huh. Was yeah. joke. What's got this <laughs> man who is responsible for all skills in your body? <laughs> you guys uh, start descending the ladder. Um, I'm going to say eight begins descending the ladder first. And towards the engine room where uh, Lennox would be working on the engines. And just a, a peek down there, you go, hey, Lennox, and you see this uh, flat metallic door uh, that is centered in the middle of the room, shut and then blink out. And Lennox is not standing uh, anywhere within that room. Um, Lennox is is nowhere to be found on ship. Uh, um, hanging out with their secret friends. <laughs> Other friends. Um, uh, so, am I the only one that sees this? You're the you're the only one that sees the door as you're the first one down the ladder here, and it it was a familiar looking door to when you've seen to once you've seen before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> In seeing it, like, I mean, because I see, I imagine that I kind of look at it and then it's kind of like a little, like, I see it for a split second and then it flashes out of existence. Is that right? Yep. Uh, like, hey, I'm going to find you one day. I'm going to find you. I'm going to figure things out about this. <laughs> Lear's like ducking out from under the, from under the, the, the whole, like, door frame just like are you okay do you there, you can still yeah, use yeah. the bathroom if that's what you're worried <laughs> about thank you mayor i i appreciate that um i, I um I, I i'll i'll be okay for now um i actually just went about 20 minutes ago but uh, you don't need okay i don't need to tell you that um anyways uh Let's just, uh, I mean, Linux is gone, but I, I think I know, I, I'm pretty sure I know where, where she's gone. Uh, not where she's gone, but where she's at. If I could remember these things, that would be fantastic. Wait, like, she's not on the ship? Oh my gosh, did we lose Linux? Did she fall no, no, out no. of the ship? No, Lair, 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 it's okay, Lair. Lair, I, I'm telling you, it, it, it yeah. 
I, I've told you about my my little portal friend, Infinity, right? Haven't I told you about him or her or whatever the heck it is? I don't know. Space person. Lear moves his hands around his head as if to make a bubble and puffs up his cheeks like the the big the the with the the dome on the that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just like that. Yep. Um, I I don't. You see, he's the he's the guy that I'm trying to study about. And I mean, if you look here, and he pulls out he pulls out his clipboard and he starts to like flip through something. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Wait, you're probably not that interested. I'm sorry. And he just puts his notes away and um, just continues on going hey, out. I, I mean, I, I'm interested. It, it's okay. I mean, uh, I, I have things that I don't understand either. Like, uh, uh, you have you have the, the, the bubblehead space guy. And I there, uh, there's someone who will, like, reach out and, like, talk to me when I'm meditating. And I don't know what that's about either. So, you know... There's mysteries and everyone has them. It's, it's cool, you know. I guess that makes sense. Just so that you are aware. And getting onto dust, you have not heard that voice. From when? Since leaving this planet. Urak or whatever it's called. Urkan. Lurikon. I wonder if he's been paying attention because he's only been gone for about six months. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of like, oh no, I'm going to have to yeah. tell my master. <laughs> I've already killed someone. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I'm going to lead everybody up to the, mon the, the monastery and uh, just all clammy palms and, and you know, little, little bit sweaty, just like, oh gosh. Stepping out, um, it is, uh, it's not like winter cold, but it's kind of that cold where you step out and unex you were not expecting that amount of wind to come on through. It's like the way it and is right now where I live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh coming on through and after a moment of of stepping out your body begins to kind of uh, uh adjust spits so you feel just the same they are what they are <laughs> <laughs> you don't smell things you don't feel things gosh dang it you're dude in a tank <laughs> yeah i know but i still i still febreze my room up with ocean breeze just like i know it's there and it's comforting even if i don't experience it well you you do you get out of your seat every now and then to experience uh to experience air um but uh lear the second you land down uh hear the the yelling of Earl Khan children the the language Lear understands spits through your translator Lear because you speak Earl Khan um, uh, as they begin running and kind of frolicking around you these uh, you see these individuals with these horns that kind of like mountain goats 
those really long horns that poke straight up and go back. Um, but these ones are these little nubs just up, up at the front. They start frolicking around you. And you're like, Lear, did you come to play? Oh, you're back, you're back. What did you see? What did you see? And they start tugging on your oh, hand. I, and start and I'm going to, I don't know what kind of stuff I, I have. I've probably picked up a bunch of really dumb bits and baubles. I'm handing them like, like paper clips or something. Because I'm like, look at what I this found. This is a paper like this holds whoa and they paper, start like bending not even with magic <laughs> like you can yeah and so like taking like Let me have into, a like turn. funny no. shape i'd like to sneak and up there, behind there and go monsters hello children <laughs> some of them begin to like go there's this one little little one that's like probably three years old or something that's been dragged along by like an older sibling or something and they begin crying um <laughs> and the you see like the older sibling begins like oh no it's okay and begins kind of like old, and like looking up at this monster who has just appeared. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i won't eat you yes these are my friends uh <laughs> These are my friends, guys. Uh, this is eight, and this one spits. This one's Zul, and I also have a really awesome bug woman who's in a pocket dimension with a mysterious yeah, man. <laughs> I have a bug woman. Is she yours exclusively? No, no, it's just, these are my friends. <laughs> I have a bug woman, but she's currently in a pocket dimension with a mysterious man. <laughs> Don't ask too much. I have a girlfriend, but you wouldn't know her. She's in a pocket dimension. While, uh, while you're explaining uh, your crew, you see uh, an older figure, uh, uh, one, of the, one of the monks in here begins. Uh, approaching uh, arms and in robes kind of tucked in in both sides uh, standing uh, walking and then standing at attention oh. uh, this is this is not Ivers this is uh, you would know this individual as Kles uh, yep C-L-E-S um, by the way all of this is in Worldcon, so technically, Zul, you would not be able to. Uh, you're like speaking to these children, and they don't understand a word you're saying. You're just making monster mouth sounds. No. <laughs> He's That's speaking fine. common. It's not monstrous. It's just they, monstrous because of who he is. And they don't. Uh, they don't understand oh, common. Don't speak common. That's okay. They don't speak common. Um, uh, Let's just have a bit of fun. <laughs> Uh, you're back so soon, I see. Hi, hi, <laughs> Mistress Class. Hi. Um, no, uh, I have a reason to be here. I promise. Like, oh, I'm not just I've... here for fun. Like, but it is fun to see you. And <clears throat> hi. Hello. So, what is your reason? Uh, not, not to say that we don't enjoy seeing you. Uh, of, of course. Uh, 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 
he rubs his neck nervously. I have to, uh, uh, I need to uh, request a, f- a favor from Headmaster Ivers. <clears throat> Just a just a little one, you know, uh, not not super big. <laughs> it's uh, we need uh, I've I've a dead guy and he needs to be resurrected. You know, just little things, tiny. Uh, won't take too much time. Hey, Spitzy, do you know what they're saying? Cause I don't know. The they have universal translator inside suit. I can translate for you if you like. For you and eight. All right. Um, I'm going to whenever anyone speaks in Ural Khan, I'm going to sort of under my breath uh, turn and translate for Voxy Zool Burger Blub and uh, <laughs> and eight <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And if they want to speak to people, I'm happy to translate in that direction as well. You have a one-syllable name. I, I think I took too many syllables from you. Well, actually, my name is Tovarish Shaporshnikov. And no, I'm talking about eight. Eight oh. has one syllable. <laughs> eight does you. have one syllable and one character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, I kind of match like a if you've ever seen a court like a court interpreter like they're literally just in the corner like repeating whatever has been said but interpreted into like spanish and it's like <laughs> like you can't even hear them but like the person that they're speak like translating to into the microphone can understand them perfectly uh tovarish Saporsnikov, court interpreter yeah <laughs> i love it um <clears throat> So you're just like, whenever something said under your breath, like towards you, you're like, she's saying, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, yes, I'll go see if he's available. Uh, follow, follow closely. And as you know, not that I'm- Try not I'm, to break anything. Try not to break anything. Lear tucks his hands in between his armpits because he knows he will break something if his hands are out. It's the classic, don't think about elephants. Now you're thinking about elephants. It's like, don't break anything. Well. (laughs) You guys have begun to move into, uh, into this monastery, the steps. Uh, of these rocks uh, meeting up and up. And these are steeper steps than you'd imagine. They're, these uh, Urukan seem to have a, though they seem to be average in height, uh, similar to humans, um, they seem not to mind these steeper steps and they almost seem to like bounce when they go up. Um, the children in this situation have silently begun to kind of trail behind, kind of like at a funeral procession. Uh, <laughs> can I just, can I throw in, Lear absolutely walks the same way that all of the other kids do because he grew up next to them. So he bounces when he goes upstairs. Yes, there's this uh, bounce in your step uh, going up, kind of like it. it reminiscent of a of a mountain goat 
Um, I, while we're going, while we're walking and there's kids behind us, um, every few steps, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion over my shoulder and do little fireworks that explode into the the symbol of our crew, the Zorn eating gold coins. And so every few steps, there will be a little si a little soundless firework explode over my shoulder for the kids. You're such a Gandalf. He's such a good fish man. <laughs> uh, as you as you go through, you see uh, uh, you notice that the kids are like really enjoying this, and then through the eyes of uh, some passerby's, you you see like one or two crack a smile, but most are like pretty stern, looking at these uh, strange strange individuals uh, coming down the street. Uh, literally the opening scene of Lord of the Rings where the, it, like, Gandalf throws out fireworks and the dude's like oh that's cool then his wife walks up and he's like no scowl <laughs> yeah just kidding I hate fireworks oh yeah like this is this is a you get the feeling that most of these people have not seen uh have not seen a nautilid, have not seen an amoeboid, have not seen a rothian. Um, you get the feeling that all of you as peoples and races have been unaccounted for in this place. It's kind of like, in a way, going back in time. There is no sign of light bulbs, of tech, of everything is very... Uh, in in some ways, uh, isolated, monastic, medieval, and pressing on through, you come to this larger uh, monastic building. Uh, passing on through, you see uh, two Rorkan uh, sparring with monk-like abilities. Uh, this one just uh, a rapid succession of met punches and met uh, hands going ahead and deflecting and passing through uh, this simple act of improving in speed. Uh, they seem to take no mind or notice of you as you all pass through until you come to this uh, these double uh, this large sliding kind of wax uh, rice paper door. And Kles says, stay here, I'll see if he's available. Patience. You're just nods. Patience in all things. And she passes through that door. Um, he you guys have patience in all things. Have you guys, uh, you guys uh, have a moment to discuss if you so wish to discuss uh, an approach or. I want to turn around. Are the kids still here? Um, most of them have have been called away, but there's still uh, there's still like three or so that are that are falling behind. Just kind of curious. They they've taken precautions away from Zul and they're like standing about 10 feet back at this awkward distance but still just standing there looking at you like 
not knowing how to interact and not knowing like if they should but still like terribly curious as children are <laughs> oh and they oh. are all boys at this monastery yes these ones are all boys so um i didn't mention it earlier <laughs> but because we've had a couple of days um anya is now back and she's riding yes. on my shoulder so i wanted to turn around while we're waiting and uh speak through the translator in my suit to the little kids this is anya my special friend and i put i crouch down and i put my hand out and anya anya's fishbowl crawls down my shoulder down my hand to the ground and sort of skitters across the stone floor she is very friendly feel free to play with her while i am conducting boring adult business don't worry even if you break her bowl i can bring her back tomorrow go have fun one of them anya skitters up skitters up one of them's like pokes it the bowl rotates a little bit and you see like anya's uh, goldfish eye is now like pointing at them, being able to see and just kind of weakly glub. You see, uh, he goes, if you uh, put your finger right up to the glass without touching, she will follow, and then you can lift finger, she'll go up, you can drop finger, she'll go down. If you put finger in bowl, she will orbit it. They like start tapping the glass. <laughs> she is, does not appreciate that, but she is, has been in many battles, so I guess but she has seen worse. But uh, go ahead, have fun. If she, if she uh, grows tired of you, she can. She knows how to return on her own. So uh, you have sent Anya out to do this task. Uh, she will. She will do so. Uh, to play. It's like not this. a task. It's a play. She, she is a familiar and she will obey her master. <laughs> <laughs> play is not in the list of things a familiar would do. No, it, <laughs> I, I understand what you mean, but like to play is a task in this sense because you're telling her to go out and do so. I'm telling her to play with the kids until she doesn't want to anymore and then she can find me and hang out on my shoulder where she's too far away from them. That is that is fine. Um, you go ahead and uh, they they go off. One of them tries to like pick her up, and you see like it slips a little bit, but like one of the legs of Ani kind of like goes around and catches itself. Like you're a little worried for your fishbowl here, <laughs> um, but nevertheless, uh, a moment or two passes and class uh, returns. I put my hands back in my armpits. I wasn't touching anything. <laughs> Very good. Master Ivers uh, is ready to, to see you now. I turned to Spitz. We didn't bring the dead guy. Do we need to bring the dead guy right now? Or will um, we bring Master Ivers to the ship? I, Klaus speaks up. I feel it would be less appropriate to slap a dead body <laughs> on his desk. Wow. No, yeah, that, <laughs> that makes so much sense. No, yeah, she's 
she's right she's right. right definitely absolutely yeah no dead bodies on desks never whatever curious i'll ask uh like pointing towards spits and then dismissing and then uh please showing, if you have questions about my people history or culture showing she acknowledges with a nod and opens the door and ushers you all in. Um, you see before you, um, this spot is elevated as well. It seems like these people do not mind steps and it feels like you've already gone up like a hundred or so. Maybe a like- A of a thousand steps. Yeah. I mean, like this is why Lear doesn't skip leg day. Woo! <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just- a ton a ton of steps and uh this this spot uh is no exception it's like there's this incline and to every almost every shelf independently carved out of stone uh you see these rows and rows of uh slots where scrolls are put in and in some occasions uh yeah just these these scrolls that are fit into these slots that are kind of tilted downward similar to how you would uh you know a knife block when you put it on in it slides in in a way so that the end of it is sticking out but it's yeah a little bit like that but a less severe incline um i'll be stepping out at the center uh and at the far end of this room uh you see uh, a large pane of uh frosted glass and a man a tall rukan with uh long aged horns going back and a rather regal look uh amber if you do want to post that picture that you sent me mm -hmm. of, of what his facial features look like uh so all of them can can see as well that would be very helpful and he goes ahead and he's looking down expectantly Lear <sighs> oh oh and he he'll he runs forward and he puts his hand flat and his fist against his uh his fist against his flat hand and he bows deeply uh Lear. headmaster Ivers is looking good uh good to see ya <clears throat> is that what you've come here to tell me no, no, uh, no, that's not what I was gonna. And, uh, so what is the thing you've come here to tell me? <laughs> well, and Lear just looks so nervous. Uh, well, you are, you can, you have like the, the magic that, uh, oh, oh okay. Um, mm, so we have a, I don't know how to say this tenderly. Uh, we have a dead guy on our ship and he's got two siblings and they're really sad. And we were, came here, we were supposed to find someone who could like bring them back to life. You know, just like simple bringing back to life spell, you know, it's easy stuff. And uh, you know, you-, you Easy really... stuff. <laughs> if it was easy stuff, you would be taught it long ago. Lear bites his lip. Uh, not. Easy. How long has he been dead, or she? 
I presumed. Like a creaking door, Lear turns just straight back to eight. I will translate. Um, my friend does not speak this language. If you speak common, he can speak directly to you, but I will translate if not. That is okay. Oh. You just have this long silence where he's just looking at all of you. And there's just no movement in his face. This is fine. But do not speak out of turn. How long has they has this individual been deceased? Are you, are, I'm, I'm sorry, are, are, you, are you talking to me? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Lear has given you the floor. Oh, oh, okay. Um, well, that, um, uh, that, sir, um, that, that is, um, a, an ex, um, <laughs> I, I turned, it turns to Spence, he's like, it was like a week or two, but we cast you cast gentle repose, and so the body is still fine. And you've kept casting gentle repose over the weeks, haven't you? Da. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. it's it's been a couple of weeks, but you cast gentle repose every ten days. It's fine. The body is is in the same condition. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so, yes, um, it has been deceased for at least a couple of weeks. However, I have been, I personally have been casting um, Gentle Repose. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that spell or not. Um, Am I familiar with that spell? Lear, like, does the, like, does the Michael Scott thing where he, like, puts his hand up and goes, like, grits his teeth at eight, like, Uh I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, sir. Of course, you would be familiar with that spell. I I, I had no idea. I, I'm so your sorry. apologies for your arrogance is accepted. I will no longer doubt your abilities, sir. Not that I doubted them beforehand, but I just was unaware. Um, I have been casting that spell every ten days, so as to not let the body decompose or rot in any way, shape, or form. Thank you. And he steps back. Behind Spitz, it's like I am shielding myself from this man. Now you know why uh, he didn't want to go. I see. There is a component for this casting that is quite expensive. I assume you've already provided it. Lear's eyes go huge. <clears throat> would he know what that is? Uh, go ahead and roll uh, uh, eight 
you go ahead and I'll I'll have it be this way. Uh, eight, go ahead and roll uh, an intelligence or religion check. Uh, and if you so do, you do know uh, you would know the the thing needed, and then you would be able to communicate that to everyone earlier in the day and earlier in the in the week. I'll make that a religion check then. If I would roll inside of my dice tray, that would be nice. Okay, that is a 16. 16. Um, let me see. I believe it's a 300 gold piece diamond. Those. We got one in the safe, remember? Wait, right, did we? Those are 50. Ah, oh, no. Okay. Even if we used all three of them, they'd only come to 150 gold worth. Maybe we can go buy a diamond. Does it have to be one diamond, or can it be like six? It diamonds? is one singular diamond. Oh my gosh! It can't be diamond dust. Nope. Dang. You're muted, Forrest. Um, okay, so I communicated that party previously, right? We, we've talked about this, but we don't have one. That's yep. my understanding. Um, kind of uh, putting his arms on the side of Spitz and slowly coming back out, resuming this position. Um, prayer, kind hands. Of prayer hands, prayer hands. Maintaining, in a, maintaining a, a somewhat bowed... Um, Penitent stance. Uh huh. Um, we uh, regrettably do not have the necessary component on hand right now. I am more than willing to go and get one and bring it back. Go and get one. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. There has just been stiff as a board this whole time. <laughs> he leans forward. Holds his tongue. Leans back. Lear. He winces. Yes. Yes. Master Lear. Uh, the Ivor. I... I'm disappointed to see that you've continued to be ill-prepared in your duties. Yes, Master Ivor. Master Morlag would be very disappointed if he could see this. Now leave. Lear's arms kind of droop down to his sides and he, he nods and turns and goes <laughs> on the way out Spitz uh, is like yeah class already has the door open you guys shuffle out he's he spoke of this master Morleg as if he was no longer living is that true no uh, he's 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 around uh, I don't know where um, he is right now. <clears throat> Plus, <clears throat> um, um, 
let's walk. This is not the place to discuss such things. Um, and begins to leave out this, uh, out this portion of the monastery. So, Lear, soon after you went off world with those traitors, uh, Master Marlag packed up many of his things and left into the mountains and without communication and knowing the dangerous, dangerous paths therein. We have not heard or seen him in some time. You mean he's alone out there? We're not supposed to go there. He's, he likely went out to, to, to give himself to the, to the realm of the spirits at this time. What, but no, but he's, he's not old. He, he has, he's, he's not old yet. He doesn't need to, why would, why would he do that? There's a lot of things and she takes your hand and goes ahead and places it in, in both of hers. Uh, there's um, a lot of things I've never understood about your master. And this is one of them. Lear pulls his hand away. No, you, you don't, you don't know him. You don't, you don't know. He, he has a reason. He's out there doing something important and he's going to come back and, and he didn't talk to you. He didn't tell you why he was out there. So, so you can't just assume he's Lear. I, Lear. I understand loss can be hard. No, he's not lost though. I mean, he might denial be lost, is like, a denial is a part of grieving. I understand. You haven't Feel, even found a body. You haven't, have you, you haven't even looked for him, have you? No. We have not. But there are individuals that pass through there and they would have reported if they've seen my corpse. Uh, or him don't... alive. We haven't seen any of that. You don't know Master Marlog. I, I will find him. You're wrong, respectively. Y you are wrong. And Lear runs Lear, off. Lear, and she see you see her reaching out and you begin just bounding away, uh, I assume down the steps. Yeah, I wanna go to the, uh, I want to go to the, the valley beneath. Okay. Have fun um, walking those 3,000 yeah. steps after me, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, just bounding down all these steps one by one. Um, you I'd like to follow Lear. 
to just I'm interested in where this is going. I poof Anya to my shoulder and also follow. Uh, all right. Very back. You go somewhere. Near. Some kid is holding a glass with a fish in it, and then poof, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> um, you go ahead and you make your way uh, down. You're going very fast. There's a lot of grief running through your body. You run past the ship and you see uh, who are like, oh, uh, did you want us to... Oh, And he's, he sees Denzu. Uh, did he want... I and just every single one of you pass by and he's just trying to ask a question, but you're obviously uh, having a moment to go down. Um, it is a, a brisk step down. Uh, for those of you not acquainted with these steps, uh, it is difficult not slipping and not falling and not tripping over yourself as some of these steps just uh, are not made like perfectly the same. They don't follow OSHA standards. They do not follow OSHA standards and they are not mass produced in any means. It is uh, in some places just the most natural uh, place for their like for hard stone to like it, it kind of flows like a river in some ways where you're just going down these switchbacks of paths of least resistant and you're just going down, 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 down. You do make your way to the valley after about 45 minutes of swift, uh, swift escape and exit. At some point when we reach near the bottom, I'd like for Lear to feel like a clawed hand on his shoulder. Uh, he flips around. Listen, he was almost in a trance running down the stairs. Lear. Sorry, that guy that you were talking with, he seemed like a real tool. I, I don't know what that Look, means. Look, never make anyone feel make you feel like less than what you are. Yeah, what I am. You have value. You're an individual. If you want, I could go scare the robes off of that guy. I... I'm not sure what's going on per se. It sounds like someone close to you was lost in the mountains or something. Uh, and Lear looks towards the mountains. They're just covered in snow and they are so steep. We're talking like, it it's, looks a lot like Nepal, just like, the Himalayas. He's he's not lost. He's doing something. It's important. He never does anything without purpose. There's 
he's look he's if you want to go find him i'd be happy to go with you i as well would be happy to accompany you on this search me too we're all in this together i mean i know that you don't need to run away where are we running actually where are we right now lear plops down on the ground just crosses his legs this is the valley it's where i trained as a boy well a smaller boy it always makes me feel better and he he starts pulling the grass out of the ground the way kids do at recess you don't get a lot of grass when you live in a stone box, you know. I know we have other things to do. There are people on our ship who are already mad at us for not moving fast enough. And there's a dead guy on the ship. And what if this takes more than 10 days? The guy will just decompose in front of his sister and... He starts like more aggressively ripping uh, grass out of the ground. I don't know what to do. I, I know what I want to do, but I, I don't know what's right. Master Marlog always told me what was right. And now I have to figure it out by myself. And I don't know what to do. Well, I have idea. You see, we have two, two tasks ahead of us. One is potentially quite dangerous that is going to the mountains to find your old master. The other is time-consuming, but not dangerous. Not as dangerous. And that is to find a diamond worth 300 gold pieces. We have, a big, we have this crew in the big ship that will be sitting doing nothing while we are out. I say we give the requisite funds to the crew send them off to go procure a 300 gold piece diamond and then come back and then while they are doing that we take to the mountains and find your master and even if we do not find your master i love nature and mountains are something that i have not had a lot of experience with because of my upbringing in the oceans and so I will be happy with this trip, no matter the outcome. Does this sound equitable to you, Lear, Zul, Eight? You have a lot of grain on the ship that needs to get sold. There are monasteries all over these mountains. I'm sure that they need provisions. Could send them off to sell. Maybe find something. So they're grain for a diamond. I've never been a real people person. So going off alone seems like a good idea to me. I mean, I would, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine to go. Like I said, I'm, I'm more than willing to go. Um, but if we do end up doing this, I think I should go back and, uh, and cast that uh, one more time 
just to give us a for sure buffer of uh, 10 days on that body. This is a good idea. And uh, thinking of that, just kind of assuming that's the plan, uh, A turns back. And I imagine it's just this super long, like serpentine like staircase that goes up the side of this mountain. Just kind of like, well, all right. I'll be back down in about four hours. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was a joke. I know. Never, never mind. Four and hours. He just, uh, <laughs> four hours later. <laughs> um. I, so, yeah, he starts going back upstairs towards the ship okay you go to the you go to the ship um yeah you go ahead and you explain the situation to the crew um you cast another gentle repose and um um was it agreed that you're also telling them that you're uh that, that you're giving them permission to go trade elsewhere and to also give them the task to look for the diamond. Yeah, I think that's what we As long decided. as they stay planet side, like we don't want them jumping to other planets. Okay. But there's plenty of people on this planet who need to eat food. And so hopefully they can find a market for their grain and maybe even the diamond. Yeah. And we are in pretty mountainous ranges, like finding crystal mines probably isn't like the hardest thing on the planet. So they might have diamonds here. Yeah. They're ex-miners too. Diamond, Some of them are, right? Diamonds Diamonds uh, generally uh, go ahead and do a nature check. Me? Clear to understand if diamonds would be something that would be in these mountains. I rolled a natural one. Okay. I am grieving, buddies. You so. you do not know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, can we're gonna? Do need... we have a way to contact them? Do we have like a little? Uh, no. and one one concern that is given to eight as well is they have no way to communicate and speak Urkan, as it seems like common. Is not so common here. <laughs> you could see if we could see if one of the uh, one of the teachers is willing to go with you as a translator. Yo, yeah. Probably Find not. A monk and be like, do you speak both common and Ural Khan? You should go be with my squad a little while. All right, then. Uh, so eight, eight is just, he's, he's gone up alone, and he gets all these questions of how we're going to communicate. And, and you know, so it really is four hours later. Four hours later, he comes back down, and he's like, huh. So, like, how are they going to sell this stuff? How are they going to How are they going to communicate? How are they going to? I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Um, 
uh, I, I don't want you to have to go all the way back up there. You don't have the, uh, uh, he looks at your jelly legs. They are shaking <laughs> just by standing at this point. Uh, in fact, you choose to, you may choose to lay down just in this soft grass. <laughs> he lays down and becomes a puddle. And basically pool. <laughs> yeah. We could have one of the tutors who speaks English and the local language go with them for a season. Here, um, the, the Abbey of the Sun Soul honestly has better communicators than, um, you know, the Waking Crest. They're more uh, ethereal, but the, the Abbey of the Sun Soul, they, they deal with people more than we do. Uh, if we sent them to the Abbey of the Sun Soul, and another question, do we have a way to contact our ship or do we just give them a time frame? Be back here in 10 days. That, that could work. Well, either way, if we're going into the mountains, we're going to need some protection from the cold. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go talk to some people. I hope it works out. And Lear is going to make the not so long trek, not as long as the 3,000 steps up to the Waking Abbey Christ. of the Sun Soul. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just across the valley. Yep. Points over and you see in a uh, little over a mile away across this valley, you see a similar and separate uh, monastic uh, monastic Abbey. And you guys make your way over. Um, this one is prettier than mine. The, the boys Abbey is like, it's, it's aight, but you know, the girls keep it way nicer than we do. <laughs> this Abbey is way prettier. It has like a hedge, you know, like with actual greenery that they care about. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this abbey being being closer to the valley and actually having spots that uh, where fertile soil has uh, clung to the rock um, does have some greenery on it, and you begin uh, passing on through. This uh, abbey is much prettier, and you get you get some very similar kind of looks and uh kind of other like children deja, yeah in a deja vu kind of circle fireworks leer you get just bombarded by little girls <laughs> that are <laughs> uh, uh i want to do that thing where like where like i i flex and they like try and hold on to my arms and i try to see how many i can get up like off the ground do an athletics check here Woohoo! let's see let's see how flex we can get Wow, that's actually pretty dang good. How many of these little girls are hanging from my arms? Uh, let me find my. Well, I, I know what. What do you roll? <laughs> my athletics. Okay, that's a sixteen plus six. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. That's pretty good. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say 
22 little girls are hanging from your... <laughs> Uh, ages, ages a little, like, you know, six to three-ish as far as, like, age, age range goes. And you've got about, you got about two hanging on each side. Uh, and then you see, like, an, another one. They're just so, like, one gets a little excited and tries to jump on another and you lean over and it falls down just because there's, <laughs> they're all trying at once. But you do manage to on each arm uh, <laughs> uh and yeah it's just they're they're getting a little little rowdy and excited and well hello there little girls and they scatter <laughs> and they uh go off from their own little place none of them are so curious that they're gonna stay around to see this monster uh, <laughs> i was gonna oh don't worry he's nice oh uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna take them to the to the gates um, I'm gonna knock. Is there anybody who's able and or willing to carry me? Because I would still basically oh, be puddle on the I, ground. I'm able, the I'm willing, but also I'm knocking on the door. They might think I look really weird holding someone else. I'll yeah. carry you eight, but over my shoulder like a bag of potatoes. Okay. <laughs> Being oozing down each side. Um, uh, you find this uh, you've been walking down this this road and getting some some eyes as well, and you find the main uh, the main monastic building and training center uh, walled off, and you go ahead and knock at, at the gates, and this like slide pumps out, and you see uh, a pair of eyes, and you're like, and it goes ahead and. Uh, closes you hear some muttering though it's a little faint on that side and it opens back up hi who clear uh who are these strangers oh uh these are these are my friends we <laughs> i i found them they found well they're my friends uh we have a shipment of grain and we know that you know they we have to sell it but nobody speaks the the language except for me but i i can't i can't be there and so uh do you have a uh uh do you have like a diplomat or like a translator we could employ you know just do you have someone we could it's also really cold and they're having a hard time. And so I was wondering if we could, you know, borrow out you, some. You wish to come in and inquire that. Um, I can open the gate, but please leave your friends outside. I don't mean no. to be rude, but it's a little. No, yeah, I, I understand. It's it, it's it's inappropriate. You, you being of your age now are permitted to come in and this is the first time you've actually come into the walls here oh you, you're being allowed into the the walls of this this plot i look over her shoulder R really i like in I don't just ask questions at the at the door you, Wait, like, you don't want to no no okay no you... i i no i'd love to i've always wondered what it was like because it's way prettier than than mine is, and so I just figure it's gonna be nicer inside. And, and 
Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I. Uh, uh, they. They can. They can stay outside. They're. They're tough. You know. It's. Go. <laughs> go inside. Let's. Cool. All right. And the. It opens. I, I turn through. and I tell everyone. I yeah. let them know. That you're not allowed inside because first of all, this is an all woman's abbey, and also yeah. you are men that they don't know. Yeah, you you being a part of the uh, Wiccan crest and being of of age, and uh, being being a proper acolyte of uh, of that, having finished your training, uh, you are permitted to to come on through. Uh, of course, not for like recreation, as that's not business, but to, to come through for business. Um, you go ahead and uh, ask around, and you peek around, and are are looking for individuals. Rather than thinking of myself all. as male or female, I prefer to think of myself as a monster. But all the same, I'm fine with staying outside. <laughs> that's great that's amazing <laughs> you just hear moans I love it eight, like, uh, uh, <laughs> um, you do make your way to the library and uh, going about uh, just looking around you you hear a, a soft and somewhat familiar female voice it's a little it's a little deeper than you you remember it being Leah turn I, around I turn around uh you see a uh Ulcon girl uh you I believe you have the picture for this one as well I do you do Ooh, who's this is it a Who lady friend wannabe I will find the picture. I have to oh. save it and then send it. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, though, Justin. I, I look at her and squint. <laughs> Daisy? You got so tall. Oh, you look uh, tall. Yes. Uh. <laughs> it's. it's Oh, hi. Oh, and I, he rubs his neck uh, awkwardly. You see yes. she's maintaining this monastic stance. I didn't think you'd see, think you, you'd still be here. Uh, like, no, not that like you shouldn't be here. It's just, you know, you, you're always so much uh, it's, uh, more. It's you, good uh, to see you too, Lear. <laughs> hi. Hi. Uh, Are you for, looking for some books? I'm a, um, you know, I I know this library quite well. Uh, I'm actually I, I'm looking for someone who uh, can speak common and the and the uh, this our planet's language. I I need someone to help. Hi, <laughs> oh, and in common, she says, uh, "Why why do you ask?" <laughs> Whoa! You've been you've been learning and training and stuff. This well, of, of course, Lear. I'm not just. I. 
I work hard. <laughs> no, oh, you always, you always did. Yeah, I was, I was always a slacker and you were, you always knew what you were doing. Oh, I, uh, and Lear reaches into his, into his robes and pulls out kind of a dead pressed flower. Uh, it, it used to be, it used to be nicer. I just, I, <laughs> she just begins laughing like <laughs> for for reference um for the recording she has two different colored eyes and uh, a little button nose one is blue and one is green she's got long blonde hair that she keeps back in a in like a what's what's the word for a, a headband and uh she's got kind of like she's got rosy cheeks and she's she's not super tall she's she's shorter than Lear is maybe like five foot five she's very sweet and she always has a flower in her hair uh you notice like she does not currently have a flower in her hair at, at this moment and she goes ahead and takes this one and seeing that it's got a stem and out of principle she goes ahead and and puts it in <laughs> it's it's not a good looking flower no uh, but you know she she wears it <laughs> you the flower looks prettier on you than it does on me um, <clears throat> and you see like another scribe not too far uh clear her throat and oh. see <clears throat> right um so I'm here because my friends are, they're outside and we have to, we are on a, 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 a journey. We have, we have grain that we need to sell, but my, my people, they don't speak our language. And so I need, I need someone who's willing to go with them and, and, and help trans translate. Uh, and we also need winter clothes. And because, you know, you're, you're, the sun soul abbey is so close to the, the base of the, the mountain you you have the best i i, I you know what uh, i can pay for it fitted, you know we can rent or something they're fitted for uh <laughs> women you know uh, <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, i didn't think about her, that <laughs> uh the the waking crest like the uh takes care of its own um I'm, I'm sure you'd be taken care of there, but uh, you're looking for, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, if, I'm not sure what kind of qualifications you're looking for, someone really experienced with speaking common, I know a few people like that, but if, uh, I'd, I'd like to get some practice, in, in all honesty, uh, um, a lot of my training's been indoors nowadays. Uh, so, I oh, oh. I could see about getting some some leave and oh uh, oh you you want to do yeah of course yeah you will love you will love my people there's uh there's Jezebel she's really cool uh she's she's really short and she's got like some she, I think she's a dwarf you'll you'll like a them dwarf? they're great yeah oh I get a pack just dwarfish as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you love them they're great uh they'll they'll love you you're, you're great and uh, this is 
This is great. Okay, um, I'll go about seeing if I could get leave uh, for this. And uh, are we going off world? Are we? No, no, no. Just, just to the other monasteries. I, I assume oh. they're looking for 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 diamond too. Uh, that, like a like a that makes big... that makes yeah. sense. You'll be speaking Rokan, and you see her kind of deflate slightly, uh, and then. Uh, yeah, I'll see about getting leave, and if I can't, then I'll, I'll see if I can't get someone else for you. I'll send him over to the Waking Crest, but uh, and she goes ahead and looks over to the other scribe who's kind of been listening in, and looks back down, looks back up at you. It's, it's been good seeing you. Um, I'll catch you later. Yeah, it's Good to, it's good to see you. Did you, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, and she just oh, turns yeah. and, <laughs> and begins uh, leading and doing her thing. Uh, you're kind of like looks around awkwardly, starts like flipping through one of the books, maybe unrolls a scroll and then just leaves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the scribe that was eavesdropping like gives you this look like, mm -hmm. I'm like what are you what are you doing? <laughs> Gotta... I, I like wave at her awkwardly just <laughs> and then dip out of the library. Okay, you dip out. Okay. Um you're left back at the gates. Uh your party they may be waiting for you, or they may may have found the uh uh the stumps court, uh in which they they could be playing some stumps. But other than that, uh, that has been taken care of. And if you wish to go back to the Waking Crest, you can, uh, Waking Crest Monastery, uh, you can go ahead and get yourself outfitted with some clothes. Um, for you, Lear, it's nothing. It's like a couple copper pieces for the rest of you. Uh, for for heavy winter clothes that that you can use for this uh so go ahead and mark that off for uh each of you for no other reason than aesthetic spitz has a giant wool scarf wrapped around his head plate so <laughs> that's a thing that's so cute you're just like this monstrous metal man with a big poofy scarf I with, love like it. Like a snowman, but a metal man. You're a metal snowman. So Did you say a couple of copper, right? For that clothing? Yeah, a couple okay. of copper per person. Uh, a copper couple? Yeah, a copper of copper. A um, copper couple. Uh, <laughs> yep. Linux uh, is not here, and she will not be able to buy any. That will be interesting, uh, should she reappear. Maybe we should get some for her. But she likes extreme conditions, doesn't she? Right. Yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't think, think that necessarily applies to extreme temperature. I think I think it's more like extremes in aptness atmosphere. Uh she doesn't get any bonuses for it. Yeah. Is the, is the point. Yeah. Like there's 
like extremes and environments, it's vague. I'm going to say in, in this circumstance, she may still need some proper clothing. Uh, so. Well, I could, I could get some of the, some of the woman fit. Uh, well, okay. Linux is she's, not, she's, she's, she's slightly woman shaped. Yeah. She's very, uh, bug like. Oh, uh, do they have any sort of, do we have any, like, mounts at the Waking Crest, like goats or or horses or yaks or anything like that that can be ridden? Uh, at the Waking Crest, uh, there, there are none. Uh, but go ahead and give me a uh, history or nature check for Ul Khan in this area. Let's do that history because I am mega good at history. <laughs> that's an 18 18 um you do understand that there are uh in in some places there are uh mountainous capricorn uh that that are ridden through areas waking crest doesn't have any and in some uh more extreme uh areas particularly further into the mountain there are people that uh ride on the backs of giant bats oh that's cool well i was thinking about maybe getting her like a like a saddle blanket for one of these riding creatures but if the waking crest doesn't have any then we wouldn't have the supplies for outfitting one you can you can get a big blanket or something <laughs> i i get a big blanket for linux so okay. i can just drape it over her yeah that's... when she gets back that's fine. But for now, I'll just wear it like a poncho. Yeah, and you can you can maybe get her a, a coat for her top. Can we also please get six leg warmers, please? <laughs> leg leg warmers are not a thing here. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine Linux with her fluffy leg warmers. I think might they have muffs? Muffs are a, or what are they called? Mufflers, like those old fancy time rich person things where like you'd stick your hand in like a tube and it's oh, like yeah. a fur tube. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? There, there are some uh, monastic muffs of sort. It's kind of like a sleeve to like they generally have these long sleeves that they just kind of tuck into one another and occasionally on really cold days there are little muffers. If you do want to get a couple of those you certainly can. Okay, well, once we have everything in order, uh, like we should we should chart a path, decide where we're gonna go, like how we're gonna how we're gonna do this. Because my survival is not great. I am not a good tracker. Yep. Um, Kles, uh, well, you know, word gets around that you're preparing here to enter the mountains, uh, Kles comes up to you and says so you're deciding to go in to follow the path of your master it's what i'm trained to do isn't it patience in all things um, patience patience can only take you so far master class you can't be patient with someone who's 
freezing to death. You can't be patient with death. So rash. There's some of your master's belongings that we have no use for. And in fact, like you, you already understand that your master being an off-world gith, uh, much like yourself, uh, was excluded from quite a bit. And mm -hmm. I hope that includes the use of technology, such as the swords you wield that were handed to you by your master. Uh -huh. um, you get the feeling that she's talking about other things like your swords that he had. Okay. Um, and I uh, recommend you'd... I'll bring them to him. I'll, I'll take them off your hands. It's, when I find him, I'll give them back to him. It's not to bring to him. It's yours, I suppose. Yeah, well, that remains to be seen, doesn't it? Patience. I'll take them. All right. And she goes ahead and uh, puts her arms out. And coming forward, uh, you see two individuals uh holding separate wraps and blankets um one opens up and you see uh get open my stellar conflict notes one second i can't believe we call one, this stellar conflicts that's great <laughs> i i honestly love that name so much well we've already got a jedi and a sort of monster-esque uh, co-pilot. Yeah, you got your Wookiee. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I need my notes. This thing won't load. Ah! Oh, yes, okay. Uh, you see one uh, kind of small uh hand shaped it's it's a pistol of sorts uh it's got a uh it's got a glowing magazine kind of battery slipped mm -hmm. to the bottom uh and it is uh if you were to look in the uh in the dark matter supplement book i almost called it the stellar conflict supplement um, <laughs> uh you will find it is list you will find the stats for it listed as a swarm pistol swarm pistol that's cool and in the other one you go ahead and you it it is unwrapped and you see this uh longer barreled uh it's a, it's an interesting looking one, but a sleek design, but it's still aged and it seems worn, uh, similar to the pistol. Uh, but you will see this one is listed as a concussion rifle. 
Uh, Swarm Pistol deals 2d4 radiant damage. The Concussion Rifle does 2d8 thunder. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to write this all down and and put it in. I don't know if I'm going to use them because I'm not really a guns guy, but I'm sure that I have friends who would love them. All right then. Well. I uh I I take them, hold them up to my forehead, and then and then nod at her. Oh. Best of luck on your journey. Thank you. We'll be back. Sure hope so. And she turns and she leaves. Um, a few hours passes. It's getting a little bit late in uh, late in the day, but sure enough, um, Daisy goes ahead and and enters into the Waking Crest Monastery. Uh, you know, like, when you haven't seen someone in a long time and, like, you just get, like, the biggest grin or maybe you, like, have those tells where you're, like, really excited to see them, but then you have to kind of, like, force them down because you're trying to be... that. That's Lear. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, she goes ahead and, and nods towards you and starts looking the ship and kind of in awe, like just looking up at the underside of it and walking about. And I'm being like, that that's where we got we got jumped by robots here. And this is where, oh, you're gonna love this. This is where I got like blown up by an evil artificial intelligence. That was rad. Uh, <laughs> just like showing her around the ship and telling her about all the cool things that we have done. You see ship. this this uh, mixed strange of emotions of like uh, like concern like oh my goodness technology is this dangerous uh, <laughs> kind of reaffirming some of the uh, some of the things that you are understand is widely taught in Ulcon principles but was not taught to you because your your training was taken over by Master Marlag who had different ideals of technology mm-hmm. uh, and a mix of just uh, just enjoyment, enjoying this this moment and this company and this. Oh, this I introduced her to my friends. Mm. I introduced Daisy to my friends. Okay, uh, <laughs> as a girlfriend or just a friend? Yeah, you walk over, and I, I assume you mean the party, or do you mean the whole crew? Uh, the 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 whole crew. I int- but first my. First the party. Okay. Okay. They're they're we're like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get oh, it. You have to you have to meet them. Uh you've probably never seen anyone like I had never seen anyone like them before. They're so strange and they're so interesting. Oh, oh they're so cool. They're they're okay. You'll you'll yeah. see. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, and so I, I pull her over at, to the to the party. I guess I don't pull her. It's a sort of guide. And uh Everyone, uh, this she, this is Daisy. She's gonna be our our translator. And uh, uh, well, we uh, we we were friends. We were when we were kids. I actually haven't really uh, been around each other for like, oh man, ten years. And he Bring sits and thinks. Daisy, 
My name is Tovari Shaporshnikov, but you can call me Spitz. I find that is easier for the non-native speakers of my language. I... I thought you didn't speak Rul Khan. This is... And she's speaking Rul Khan uh, back to you as oh. that's an interesting... Uh, the, the auto translator is on at this point <laughs> and she just hears it back in Rul Khan uh, when she's well I do I have a translator device installed into my suit I understand and can speak most languages and I like kind of but that's a technology only... it's like a it's like a box uh, and like sound hey. waves go into it and the sound waves that come out of it are different and they sound like like other language it, it's it's a technology it, uh, yeah um oh, all right um yes i'm and now in come i'm daisy i'll be assisting your crew while you're away um any hello there pleasure to meet uh Thank Hello. you. It's quite nice to meet you. I'm going to call you dual eyes because you have those funky eyes. Um, the name's Vaakzi Zulagdum, but they just call me Zul. Vaakzi Zulagdum. Pretty close, but not quite. <laughs> Is, is that a common, like, are a lot of people named the Oxyzulbrag? Am I saying bad. it wrong? Am I, I... You kind of have to have the teeth for it, and I'll, like, demonstrate my... Oh, gosh. ...rows of sharp teeth. Yeah. Fasc fascinating. And you see, like where there was a little bit of fear, like now that it's like you've just been grinning for like a while, like there's this curiosity that has come to it and almost like a scientific, like, what is this <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of uh, approach there? Any, anyway, um, yes, I'll get myself set up. As long as we're staying planet side, I'll be able to translate from common to rural con um yeah we're we're, we're glad to to have you aboard for a little bit you, yeah it's it's nice to you know it's just it's it's nice it's nice All to right. see you. Well, hey depending how this goes you know we still technically have two empty rooms if you do a good job and we find it in the budget there is possibility of permanence, <laughs> if desired. That's, that's only if you want to like take the, an assignment. You know, I know that you go on assignments that are like assigned to you. That's only if you want to take it on as an assignment. Like um, you don't have to. My do do a persuasion check here, Lear. <laughs> oh no. 
Why me? I would give you advantage, but this is already kind of a difficult subject here. So it's a straight (laughs) roll. Oh my gosh, you guys, my persuasion is negative one. Why? I'm not trying to pers- Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Then make uh, a yeah. What? Oh, never mind. Just go for it. <laughs> well, it's not bad. It's a 17. I rolled an 18 minus one. Wow. Which is not actually bad. Um I'll I'll need to th- think on that. Um Thank you for the offer to Vorsh Spitchnikov. Oh, that's that's Spitz. Shaporshnikov. But you can call Spitz. 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 Literally everyone calls me Spitz. It's pretty easy when you keep it that way. All right. Well, it's it's late. I'll uh bunk down and I'll see you guys off in the morning. You have you have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. See and, you uh, later, Miss Dual Eyes. Take care now, Daisy. Yeah. It goes off. Um Eight pulls Lear aside. He's just, <laughs> Lear's just looking after her just like with this big dumb grin. <sighs> Lear oh. Lear, Lear, come here, come here, come here. Yeah, hi. All right, now, I I mean, I'm a jelly man, and so I don't know much about <laughs> these kind of emotions between people who have, like, actual bodies. Um, like a friend, friendship? Fr- friendship? Is this friendship? Well, yes, he's... <laughs> She, honestly, she's one of my only friends. Uh, you know, my, I I was, I, I was taken on, you know, by by, uh, by my by my master, and so I, I was kind of like separated from from everyone else. I I didn't have any other students that trained with me, but 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 she usually trained at the same time. We we met on in the valley, and you know we would we would hang out, oh, and then my master okay. got really weird about it said something about affairs of the heart weaken the will or something. I don't know what that means, but he said we couldn't see each other anymore. And he went off on this weird tangent about something called like, like, what did he call it? Chastity? So anyway, quick, quick question there. Was this Master Marlag or was this Master Ivers? Um, this was, this is Master Ivers. No, okay. this is Master Marlag because okay. I was spending too much time kind of goofing off and being a little bit like head in the clouds and I was not focused. And so he's like, Lear, 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 listen, you can't see this girl anymore because she's weakening your will. So if you're not going to pay attention, you're not going to be obedient anymore. You can't be friends with her. And so he, he got mad at me. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, Lear, I mean, again, I don't know, because, you see, we amoeboids, we just kind of, I mean, you speak of chastity, and me knowing the definition of such a word, um, a lot of times it deals with certain relations that uh, people with, you know, more of a a body like yourself uh, have with other people. I don't know what 
where, it's, where it's, are we? Don't, 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 don't. We'll explain this later. Maybe when. Uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe this is the best conversation left for uh, Linux. Pro probably, but I mean, all I want to say I, is. I imagine there's like. The, Why the Linux? Crew, <laughs> I imagine the crew is like walking back and forth, unloading some grain that has been bought by, by this monastery. Yeah. And Aspire's just like. He's talking about sex. <laughs> and then Lear keeps going. Looks at Aspire, then looks at Eight, kind of like the the math going on in his head. And then he straightens up with his eyes all big. No, 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 Lear, Lear. And I'm not assuming that that is what's happening here. But all I'm saying is, are you interested in this girl? We're not even, we're not. <laughs> you're great oh my and, uh, we're not having this conversation no <laughs> this is she's just my friend i haven't seen her in 10 years no it's this isn't it's not like <laughs> uh. and he takes the poncho off and kind of like loosens his uh loosens his uh collar and he's like <laughs> you know Great talk, eight. This has been so good. Um, I there's some really big boxes. I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, uh, and then he just wanders off, kind of like bowing repeatedly, and like <laughs> Aspire walks back, and he's just chuckling to himself, shaking his head. I mean, <laughs> and I look like if if he had a if eight had a face and could look, he would probably be like. Like he turns to Spitz and Zool, like, am I wrong? Like, does it seem, does it not seem like something could potentially happen? I, not like. I think of the many, many ways we could have approached this conversation about his potential childhood crush. I think <laughs> bringing up reproduction and maturation is not the context that we no. want to do. Hey, I probably should have thought about that. Because while there's nothing shameful about it, it is not <laughs> the same conversation as what we are doing right now. However, Lear will survive. <laughs> he just... We'll probably do something very stupid around Daisy in the next day or two. And I am going to be here to try. Maybe and you would be better to talk about this, Spitz, because Eight and I, I mean, I don't know. The concept of love really isn't important to Rothians. I mean... And I guess I, I wasn't able to finish my thought, but I guess it doesn't necessarily matter anyways. All I was going to say is that, you know, we we don't get to feel those emotions because when we want to make another one of us, we just split apart from ourselves and we start. I over. know. And that is the most awkward way to come to this conversation. Say, I noticed uh, you have a crush. You see, crush leads to love, which leads to reproduction. When my people have reproduction, we split right down middle. So I don't know what having crush feels like. Do you understand why this was taken in strange way by Lear's ears? This 
is a strange way to approach concept. I, I yeah. don't. <laughs> I, I think that, you know, I think I should never, ever talk about these things ever again. Is this going to be the next bath? Or is this going <laughs> to no. In all honesty, this is too good. I, I don't know what there is to talk about. I, I think Lear understands enough of feelings to know that he likes to be around this girl. And I am not worried about anything untoward happening. So I don't know if there's a conversation that needs to happen with him. But I will make myself available. I... I probably have the closest perspective to love to him amongst our party. I, I actually don't know how Linux's people love each other, but my people, it is the standard way seen in nature for the uh, large bipedal organisms. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't intend for that to go that way. All I wanted to know was if like we needed to somehow help put him in situations where they could have some more time together personally, but that was too wrong of a way to put it. But context Wait, is the you have legs in there. I do actually. I have two legs. Uh, you know, I was always curious. There's another thing, you know, yes. I'll, Find out what you look like underneath that suit someday. I showed my face to Lear the other day. What? Not me, your good friend. No. Uh, I don't blame you. I might have accidentally tried to eat your face. I could do that. I'm, I'm honestly thinking if we go to these mountains, if we reach a particularly beautiful summit and are not in too much danger, I might exit my suit and perform... Uh, mm, meditation i am not a monk but i am more aesthetic than you might suppose you hear like a massive crash behind you lear has like backed up over a box because daisy has like walked past him like generally and he backed up fell over a box did a couple flips and then just sort of like ran away <laughs> Oh boy, I am going to go. Uh, <laughs> I am going to go and fix these boxes and maybe have a conversation with Lear. Uh, oh boy, you guys go ahead and uh, discuss matters of of trade with uh, with your employees so that they know the the methods that you want the the prices that you can uh, that they they will accept. Uh, so that you guys can turn a profit. Um, uh, and yep, you guys bed down for the night. Uh, Lear, go ahead and do an investigation check just on the uh, on Master Marlag's arsenal that he's given you. Got or it. that has been gifted upon you through another party. Okay, investigation is not my best thing, but I, I'm rolling really well with my dice. I've missed my dice so much. They're so much better than John's. Uh, so that I rolled a 17 plus three. So a non-natural 20. Okay. Uh, there's this strange like kind of knob 
almost like the, this thing sticking out towards the end of the long barreled concussion rifle. And for a while, you're just thinking like, what the heck does this do? And you just go ahead and you set it down and, you know, you set down all your weapons uh, as you're bedding down for the night. And then you realize the hilt of your sword fits pretty snugly in that little spot and it can be tightened down. Like like a puzzle piece. Like a okay. like a bayonet can be affixed to the end of this gun. I try it tentatively, but knowing Lear, I might put a hole in my bed. <laughs> you go ahead and you you put it in. You're careful with the method by which you activate your swords. You activate it. This curved bayonet uh, scimitar is kind of now pointing at the end of this gun. Huh. I take it out. You I deactivate back in, it. And I do it again. It. Yeah, you do it again. And then I take it back out. And I, yep. I set the gun down and I sit on my bed. Hmm. feel like I'm going to break something soon. I should go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> you got a lot to think about. And uh, with that, let's go ahead and take a brief break. Uh, this has been a lot of fun exploring this. Uh, let's go ahead and we're off recording. And welcome back. So we just had a break. Gonna continue here. Uh, Lear, mm. you went to sleep. And you hear these voices, though you do not understand them. They're pressing on your mind, like, softly. As though on the back ridge of your skull... There's just pressure, not in a bad way. Like a presence. A, a clear presence of something. And you realize it has been several months since you've sensed something like this. In this dream, uh, like, do I see anything? Do I, is there, like, can I move around? You have no senses. It's just the voices? It is just the voices. You do not understand what they say. But they call. They beckon. And they are present. There's there something curious out in the world that is reaching out. This is not something within yourself. And you have this knowledge of that. But okay. there's some presence there pressing in. And that is, is there, the sensation you feel. Is there a way for me to reach back or respond? 
uh, you can try as you have before. Okay. What do you um, wish to say? Okay. Uh, I'm here, and I think you know that. Uh, where are you? Who are you? Just as nights before, you received no answers. Like, do you, do you, like, hear me? Do you, are you? <clears throat> Your mind begins to flutter with these questions. And you're trying to ponder them in your dream. And you start becoming just this cycle of asking these questions to yourself and to this. And there's no change in response. Okay, then instead, I am going to listen as carefully as I possibly can so that maybe when I wake up, I can write down the syllables that I hear. Okay. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Uh, what's my perception? I got an 11. Woo no. There are these several layers of voices, as it seems. One definitely louder than the rest. Male or female? Or nondescript? Psionically, nondescript. Okay. What do you want me to do? Why do you, why do you keep talking to me? If you're not going to talk to me. <sighs> I want to know what you are. I, I want to. I just feel like you're not helping me. There's some kind of gap in communication between you and this thing. And it continues to evade you. You don't Even know. Even if I try and push telepathically? You don't know whether it's, you know, there's a method to really properly communicate in this means other than it telling you that it, it is. <sighs> is it comforting or is it frustrating? Is it scary? Like what's the sensation it gives off? Or is it no sensation? It's just present. It is present. It is curious, as in you feel curious about it. Um, and it is stimulating, like it is very stimulating in the mind. You know, like the feeling when you have an epiphany, but mm -hmm. it's, it's that kind of sensation. And yet there's no knowledge coming with it. And my master Marlag, he wasn't able to ever help me reach out to it, but he knows about it. Um, right? Yes, go ahead and he, he described to you um, on a couple different occasions um, that Gith have this ancestral 
well of psionics uh, that can be drawn from. And this sounds similar to that, but uh, after years of, of questioning and of, of further details, um, he, though he taught you more about the, the uh, religion and traditions, um, religions and traditions, uh, he, he was unsure to tell you that this was in fact that well of ancients. Or, so he was a little bit cautious. He was a little hesitant to name it because yes. he wasn't sure what it was. Yes, he was unsure, but he did he did provide you uh, that. At least that's that's your experience. He he told you about the uh, the ancestral gith psionics that that permeate uh, through the generations, um, and you know. If he if he knew more, he did not communicate it to you. Okay. But suddenly you are aware that this thing has has been gone, and has returned as you have returned so to this planet. Maybe it's tethered to the planet. Okay. Because I went off looking for it, and lost it, and then I came back and found it again. So it's probably this planet. Okay. I listen. <laughs> okay. And with that perception check, you're not able to get any uh, syllables per se, uh, as it is just a wave of psionic uh, sensory, so to speak. And uh, that is all you get. Uh, you guys wake up on your ship. Uh, there's a casting of uh, uh, what, what's that one? The the one ate the uh, the oh gentle repose. Gentle repose. Thank you. Uh, as as much as. I would like to think that Master Ivers knows that spell. I certainly do not. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> and you guys begin. Uh, what methods are you using to, to travel about this mountain? I was hoping to maybe get some of those, uh, some of the Capricorn, but we'd have to go further in to grab some, right? Yeah, there are other settlements uh, around the mountains that are not monastic and also mm -hmm. further into the valley that are not monastic uh, that that use Capricorns and uh, and the like. But that's that's adding time to what and we have 10 days. We have 10 days to get there and back. Yeah. OK, then should we just. You did say there were also people who rode on bats yes those are further in and uh are not friendly. generally they are generally not friendly cool well then i think that maybe we should just start on foot and then if we run into a settlement 
that has Capricorn or maybe we could find a way to steal some bats. <laughs> we could do that. All right then. So, um, go about a survival check here as you guys are doing your first check uh, for this journey. Uh, another housekeeping thing that I meant to do is uh, there are group skill challenges and group skill checks. Uh, this is a group challenge and you may use different uh, skills to go ahead and pass the check of trekking throughout these mountains. Uh, a group skill check is like Everybody doing the same thing. Everyone doing the same thing, like a group stealth check, which I want to rule a little differently now. The method's a lot simpler than what we've been doing, so it won't be difficult to apply. But when we get to it, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay, so is one person rolling survival right now? One person is rolling uh, whatever, whatever skill do you want to use to track? Not me. I'm terrible at survival. I'll go ahead and start with the survival roll and then I gotta head out. Uh, so continue rolling for me. You have okay. the sheet, right? Yes, I do have the sheet. Uh, I may give that over to one of the players here. No problem. My first well, roll. Well, take care, Eric. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun having you. Yep. Leave us with something strong. I think, is this the first roll of the game? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, well, no, I've rolled not quite. You've had, a few times. Yeah, it's perception and investigation. It's my personal first roll, my first and last roll. And that is a 19 plus five. Whoa! Leaving us strong. Zool almost uh, just- Coming in clutch. Uh, wind brushing against him. He's like, this place. Is blocked from the wind, and you guys shave off some time uh, from that. This place, you see, uh, other creatures have tracked through the snow. We can step in their steps and avoid detection. And you go <laughs> go through there. Um, you see, I'm a master of tracking down those which don't want to be found. Normally, I'd kill them, but this time we're gonna go save somebody's life. <laughs> much, much appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys do come up against a choice here. There is continuing to travel along this raised ridge, basically into over what has turned into a canyon or dipping down into the canyon below and traveling through where the water would run. <coughs> well, there would, there's two, there's two cons, like there's, there's pros and cons to both. If we were to take the high road, then no one can really swoop down on us and surprise us, but we could get pushed off the edge and fall into the ravine if we are attacked. If we go through the ravine, there's no like chance of falling to our depths, but we can also be ambushed and have the lower ground. Uh, one thing to also consider is down in that mist, 
uh, like down in the canyon, it is currently cold and misty. Um, it is going to be significantly warmer than up up on the farther on the on the higher side, uh, but it is it is obscured down there. Though, if you were to fall from up in the top spot, it would likely mean instant death for most of you. Lear. Mm. Which path do you think your master would have probably taken? I'm going to remember back to my training and his overall personality. Does, would he have a preference? Take the high ground or the low ground? What was his mantra, his motto on this? Uh, you're going to make me rack my brain <laughs> for some random information. Well, Lear is uh, racking his brain. I, I know. Roll, roll a straight intelligence check. No, uh, no proficiency in this. <laughs> roll the natural one. Natural one. I mean, uh, I could use my luck stone, but, uh, do I want to use my luck stone that, and re-roll it? I do you, can you use that after you've rolled initially? I don't know. I'd have to read it, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, Lear looks at Spitz and then just lifts his shoulders like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like he didn't really like being cold. Maybe the, the mist because it's a little warmer. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Okay, to, to Spitz Eyes, Dungeon Master, which of these two routes looks safer? Not faster, safer. Safer? How afraid of you are? Uh, how? When it comes to heights, how concerned are you? Does it look like Spitz would be able to get off a, a casting of fly before he hit the ground if he fell or would it be would he hit the ground before the spell procked uh you would know that it takes about 500 feet uh until like you have about 500 feet before you hit the ground um depending on the spot you fall and depending if you you hit a cliff edge before or not um potentially it, it honestly is all situational. You cannot see the bottom uh, currently as, as it stands, so you can't really judge. I just feel like it might be a better idea to go the low ground because I don't have Featherfall and Spitz has Fly, but it takes a while to cast. And I don't mm -hmm. think Ape has Featherfall either. If we were pushed off the edge, it'd be instant character death. Or at least massive damage. Yeah. Okay. Well, what you said about warmth is more than nothing. Let us follow your instinct and take the lower path. Da? Is this agreeable, Eight? Yes. I, I think that sounds like a very sound plan. 
We take the low road so the bandits take the high road. And we'll be together by morning. <laughs> and this true love shall mm -hmm. never meet again. Again. Because oh, they the will Barney. kill us with the rolling stone. Oh. <laughs> All right. You guys decide to take the lower path. You guys nearly make it to the bottom of the mists at the end of your first day of travel. Uh, who's taking watch? You can take two hours of, uh, of watch while you're doing a long rest. Any morning you're not, you'll, you'll take some exhaustion. My perception's not good. I've got some, I've got a plus six to perception. Oh, we make you go up and down all those stairs and then we're like, okay, stay up, buddy. That's <laughs> eh, okay. I, I, I got a little bit of a break. Some, I was carried a little bit, so I'll go ahead and take at least the first watch and I'm more than willing to take another watch if I need to. All right, then. Oof. Uh, that's a 10 for a perception check. A 10. Oh, bunkered down. You got a ration in your hand. You're unfolding it. You go ahead and take it. You insert it into your body. It is dark. You hear clack and it is loud almost thunderous somewhere in this place <laughs> clack clack wake us up uh yeah um uh, uh uh guys um uh, <laughs> i'm hearing these noises and i don't like it very much <laughs> um can and we can't see right uh in this spot eight would not be able to see too far about getting 20 30 feet off uh your vision cannot go much farther plus you don't have dark vision yeah so if i pulled out my swords would our vision be enhanced uh yours would greatly be enhanced for the next like five to ten feet uh but so maybe that's not a good idea because then I would be an obvious target. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John, go ahead and take over for Zul, if you don't mind. I'll go ahead and give you his updated uh, Over Zoom chat or Discord chat? Uh, I'll do over Discord here. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll the d20 and generally I'll, I'll no by then. Uh, uh, I would like to ready uh, a command if I could. Ready the spell command. Ready the spell command, yes. Okay. Uh, what did you roll, John? So remind me which uh, uh, skill, because I rolled an ele 11. So 11 plus 
And... Plus five. Sixteen. Very good. Uh, he doesn't... Uh, looking out, he's like, there! And yeah, you'll look, and you guys don't see anything, but his finger trails across uh, the sky, seeing, as though seeing something move very slowly, but somewhat above your heads about 20 feet out. You see that? It's, uh, and you hear, uh, clack again. Something very big down here. And do we know what direction it's in? Yeah, you now know the general direction of this thing. And after sitting tight for a minute, I pull out the gun, the really big one. Pull out the big gun. And I insert my sword. Got your bayonet. Woo! And I'm going to see what this does. <laughs> if we're all awake, I'm summoning Trenchmaker. I feel all like right. I'm imagining this like we're all like summoning our weapons, like like moving in back to back, like in a in like a like a kill circle as there's like mist swirling around us and some monster like just beyond our view, like a cool Avengers pan around us, like, you know, we're ready. Yeah, guys are getting, you said you're gonna, you're gonna use it? As soon as I see uh, something to shoot at that I think is making this big noise, I'm gonna shoot it. Okay. So you'll be shooting blind because there's currently no one. Like, you can't see anything because there's currently no light for you. Even with my bayonet, even with the bayonet, like... Oh, you turned the bayonet on. Yeah, I figure we're going to get killed anyways, so... All right. Yeah, turn the bayonet on. Clack. Clack, 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 clack. Each of them in quick succession and thundering in the ground shakes. Clack. Oh, and boy. You see coming down this large uh, eye stalk like that you would find on a, a ginormous crab poking oh. its head down. And you see this large pincer begin to come in. It is slow and sluggish, but it is about the size, if not bigger than your ship. Oh my goodness. Um, Am I able to see this? Roll for initiative, you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, as soon as it comes into view, I, I shoot it. Yeah, you can shoot. Uh, you guys held actions, so I need a command because you're holding your action to do command. Okay, the command that I wish to uh, command it with is a uh, halt. All right. Um, you go ahead and cast it. It does not understand the language, and it does not take command. It does not, at least it does not understand common, if you're speaking it in common. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I would have said it in, so. Yep, it does not understand, and the spell has no effect. Uh, the other held action was the... Uh, the shot. The shot. So go ahead and make an attack. I don't think that's going to hit. What do I add to the gun? Uh, you, you still add your... Uh, dexterity to hit or strength to hit. It's, it's okay, so that's plus six. So eight, that's a 14 to hit. 14? Yeah. Uh, goes off this shell. Uh, no, no damage. Oh boy. Uh, guys, that's yeah. really big. Okay. Uh, has everyone rolled initiative? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I rolled for Zul. Aaron, I see you're here. You're welcome to roll for your guy, but if you can't, I have a roll for you. I did roll already. Then do it. Um, do yours. My roll was pretty low, so so I think we should go with mine. To be honest and fair, okay. uh, I rolled. I appreciate uh, that. Initiative of nine. Oh, great, 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 great. Uh, just so you know, uh, because you're being, uh, you you're doing what you felt was fair in this situation, I'm going to give you inspiration. That's, that's oh, it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really I really like that kind of play. Like, yeah, I just like that. Okay, so 25 to 20. Uh, 20 to 15. <laughs> the silence. Okay. Fifteen to <laughs> uh, fifteen to ten. I got a fourteen. Am I the first? One? Yeah, eight. You're the first one. Oh no! I rolled an eleven. Lear. Okay. Ten to uh. Yeah. Ten, Ten to, to five. One. Got a nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. No, Spitz. No, you got one. What you got a one? <laughs> or... I oh, roll. Man. I roll initiative with advantage because of my weapon of warning. I rolled a one and a three. Oh my well, gosh! You poor child. Wow. It's okay wow. though. I'm just gonna die. We'll cry over your body. So, uh, you guys, the crab goes first. Uh, seeing you guys, it takes this big claw and it slams it in against the stone towards you guys. I need all of you to make strength saving throws or be knocked prone. Nice. I have advantage on... Wait a second. I think you that haven't might raged yet. Some of the time. You have yeah. not raged okay. yet. Nope. Darn it. Ah! Hey, strength saving throws? Yep. Dang it. That's my one terrible stat. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Failure. You're not yeah. thrown. Poof. 23. 23. Pass. Not knocked prone. 18. Pass. 
That's a knock, 19. Knock, <laughs> so Lear's the only one knocked out. So it's uh, like, oh, boom. <laughs> in this situation, uh, the crack of the claw against the stone sends out this shockwave of thunderous energy. Um, and Lear, you take four points of thunder damage. I'm real, real low on this. And uh, everyone who passed takes two points of thunder damage. As this, yep. And uh, that is its turn. Uh, eight. Do we have a map for this, or is this theater of the mind? This is theater of the mind. I do not have a map for uh, for for this particular scenario. I have maps. I have maps for. Places between it uh, and after, but not this particular spot, unfortunately. Okay. Um, so is this just like, are we in like the, a corner? Like, are we cornered off by this thing? Or is it just like a wall that we're up, backed up against kind of a thing? Um, you guys were making your way down a trail and you pulled off to his side. Um, if you're looking for a place to hide, you can certainly do so. Um, you want to yeah, make an I, active perception? Yes. Yep. That is what I will do. All right. Go ahead and roll that. Okay, that is a 16. 16. Um, uh, you pretty sure that there's a, a, a little outcropping that you passed a little further up the trail and your legs just so wobbly <laughs> back up that trail <laughs> and then the motivation of seeing this giant uh, I'm going to call it the thunder crab uh, in front of you makes you rethink that desire to make your legs work <laughs> rethink your lack of desire to make your legs work um that is your action you still have movement um how far away is said spot uh i'd say it's about it's about 90 feet away oh 90 feet away yep okay um could i get underneath the crab but if i moved 30 feet yeah, you can get beneath the crab if, if you so wish. I don't want to get like directly underneath it, but underneath like on the side. So in case it tries to like go like slam down on me with its body, I'll be able to jump out of the way or at least attempt to do so. Okay, I I get the general feeling of that. Yep, you can certainly try that. Yeah, so that's that is very risky. I'm realizing now, um, but. We're just going to roll with it. Okay, so you go ahead and you move forward on that. Uh, rest of you are still pretty clustered up. Lear, it is your turn. Uh, you are knocked prone, so you may use half your movement to get up. Yeah, I use half my movement to stand up, and I think I'm going to try shooting with that gun again, because I'm trying to figure out how it works. Okay, uh, go ahead and fire it. Um, I believe that is... Uh, blaster, I don't believe it has overheat, so you just fire twice. You do not, however, add strength or dexterity 
to the damage of of these kinds of weapons. It is just the straight two d eight. Okay, I rolled a nineteen plus six to hit. Forty five. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, how many? What dice do I roll? Is it a d six? Uh, that's two d eight. Ooh, 2d8. All right. It takes nine damage, and I believe it's thunder damage, right? It is thunder damage. Um, you go ahead, you get your weapon there. You have the bayonet, the shining glimmering of this. You aim it at the at the shell, and you, uh, or at, at size. It is a pretty direct hit but it doesn't seem to have done any damage. This thing is a class above what you guys can can handle. This essentially has mega hit points for ship combat. And we don't have our ship, so we need to run. Yep. Only one of you can deal damage to it, and that is technically Zul, but you don't know how many mega hit points it has which a mega hit point, if you can damage it, is equivalent to 100 hit points. Mm. So I shoot it. I see that it just doesn't freaking care. Uh, I think, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And yep. I, I am going to. Oh. Uh, eight, did you communicate that information? What, that I was going to leave? Of the of the location of a good hiding spot. Did he uh, mention that? I didn't know. I never said it out loud. I just looked. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody else. Okay. Um, key points are a bonus action, right? Yep. Okay, then I'm going to bonus action step of the wind and run <laughs> okay so I use 15 feet to stand up i shot and then i'm going to step of the wind okay so does that mean it's 15 doubled and so i'd get 30 feet um i'd say it's i'd say it's 30 30, 30 is your base, I'd say. Yeah, so... Uh, I, I'd say since you got up from being prone before you step of the wind, you have 45 feet of movement. Okay, cool. I, I'm not sure if that's correct, but that's how I'm going to rule it. Okay, because I can use a dash, a dash action as a bonus action, so that's yep. that's cool. I, I dash away, dash away, dash away all. Yep. So you go ahead and you dash out in that direction. I uh, did. Are you are you going further down the trail? Are you hiding in some other kind of clearing that you're trying to run into? Uh, there are still things you can fall off uh, if you're not careful here. Um, has eight already run? Uh, he did. He ran towards the beast and a little bit beneath it. That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, did it, it probably is. I did it. <laughs> I, I don't do that. I run away and to the side so that, like... To the side left or side right? 
Let's do side right. Always okay. choose the right, you know? Okay. I run. I do the runny thing. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, good to know. Next up, Zool. The creature is or wasn't immobilized by eight's spell. Was no. not. All right. Um, I could dash, but I'll take um, an action to try neurally locking it. Ah, I like it. What kind of save does it have to do? A wisdom saving throw. Uh, does an 11 make it? No, an 11 <laughs> will fail. 11 will fail. Okay, they are incapacitated early. and their speed is zero until the start of my next turn. Okay, it is. Do that once per it day. Is exactly that. You go ahead and you you see it and you press uh, your strange alien morphed mind into it, and it, as though needing to consider all this information, it locks up. And uh, that is that is your action. Uh, what is your movement? I'll run 40 feet, my max movement underneath the crab to try and go directly beyond where it was. I guess the same direction that eight was going. Okay. Oh man, am I gonna have to skid to a stop because everybody is running the exact opposite direction of me? Yep, you will still end your turn beneath the crab. Yeah. Okay, good enough. Uh, seems like half the party is moving forward. You're moving to the right here. Um, you guys may quickly lose sight of one another. Uh, Lear, you cannot currently see Zool in this situation. Um, eight, you can see both Zool and Lear. Uh, and Spitz, you've seen your entire party move away from you. <laughs> and your yeah spits it is now your turn uh seeing seeing everyone piecing out and at this point we had a technical difficulty so we're ending the episode right here see you next time <laughs>